show up and show out so get ready for what God's about to do so here on tonight it's gonna be different from the first and second episode if you watch the first episode our guest was Apostle Mary C Royal who's the senior pastor of Church of Promise Global Ministry, we talked about God's love. And on last week, which was our second episode, we had Pastor Johnny Acevedo, who is the senior pastor of Destiny Church. And tonight, if you've been watching the different flyers that's been going around, it was supposed to be Pastor Wardine. But one thing I want to get one thing I want to say is, if you're watching with us, if you're with us into the in, in the deep, what God has given me is that we're going deeper in the many areas of our life. And if you're a prayer warrior, if you're an intercessor, if you're a leader, if you're a pastor, apostle, I would like for you and God has asked me to ask you this question. If you can just pray with us that whatever the enemy has against those who are watching this show, whatever the enemy has against myself, this show, or any of the guests, that his actions will not succeed, that his weapons will not form, that his distractions will not come to pass, that whatever he has planned will not succeed. So I would like to encourage, if you will, to this continue to intercede for myself my family the guests that come on and the individuals who are watching so tonight as i told you it's going to be different and when when god had when god gave me this vision again he's he i had six people I had six guest speakers for five Tuesdays, right? Because he said the third episode is going to be special. So I thought, all right, all right, God, the third episode is going to be something. Okay. So when the first speaker, Apostle Mary, confirmed that she was going to be able to do it, I said, okay, God, you're about to do something. You're about to do something new. And then when Pastor Johnny confirmed, I'm saying, all right, God, you're about to do something new. 
when Pastor Wadim confirmed, I'm like, all right, God, this is what this is what's gonna happen. Amen. But then something happened, and he said, it's time to change it up. I'm changing what's gonna happen. So he changed it up and this is what's going to happen. If you don't know, I am going to be speaking on tonight. Amen. <laughs> so it's going, it's, it's, I told you it's going to be different. It's going to be new. And so I'm, I'm going to be talking about David. All right. So as I said, pray with me, pray for me. As I go forth and do what the Lord has asked me to do. All right. So the text I want to come from is 1 Samuel chapter 16. The first verse. It says, the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul? Since I have rejected him as king over Israel, fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicated. Amen. Right, let's go to verse 7. But the Lord says to Samuel, do not consider his appearance for his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord did not look at the things, I'm sorry, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Verse 13. So Samuel took the horn of all and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. Amen. So, the thing about this, and I laugh now, but when God gave me this vision for this talk show, as I mentioned earlier, he, he's gave, he gave me six people who, to be the guest speaker, one to be the backup, or one to be also on the third night. But today's different. <laughs> the plan that we had for the talk show is not what's happening tonight. And that brought back to memory the you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. So and when 
God said, it's time to shift. I thought to myself that this was a problem. Like, okay, God, Pastor Wadding can't be the guest speaker for tonight, so what's going on? That there's a problem. So, God, what am I going to do with this problem? So, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just not going to have the show. That, that's all, That's what's going to be. We're not going to have the show. And then God says, you're going to have the show. I'm like, God, but that's no guest speaker. And then he brought back to remembrance that was a sixth person. So I called them up and I talked with them and they said they wouldn't be able to do it this week. So I said, God, the plans I had are not going to work for this week. So I just need to end the show for the night, right? He says, you're going to have the show. So I'm like, all right, God, I trust you. All right, I trust you with what you're going to do. And then I go throughout the week, and then I register for this youth conference. And so I registered for the youth conference. Everything's lined up. Everyone who's going to be at the youth conference is going to be at the youth conference. And then I realized the date of the conference is Monday and Tuesday from 9 to 3, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I'm like, okay, God. So the, the, the conference is Tuesday from 9 to 3. So I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to have a show, God. This is more, so you, you're telling me not to have the show. Like, God, the, the, you, there's a problem that are coming up that's stopping me from having the show. So, and with that second problem that I thought was a problem, God says the show is still going to happen. So I'm like, all right, God, I trust you. I, I trust you. So we go on throughout the week. I'm like, God, you're going to make a way. Tuesday's going to be great. Tuesday's going to be impactful. You're going to show up and you're going to show out. I'm praying. I'm talking with God. And I'm expecting God to move, do a move. All right. So, and Monday comes around, let me let you know something. This youth conference, if you don't know what the conference is, the conference was Youth Pastor Co. It's an amazing conference. They have it. This is the fourth conference they had. It, this is the first time it was free and it was online. It was amazing. We, Me and the team, we go in Monday morning. We get, we're getting excited. It, it's going forth. And... They have these speakers who come and they come and give us a word that it is getting powerful. I'm like, God, that was great. And then I go to work. And then today comes. Uh, I'm sorry, no, it's still on Monday. Monday and say, God, all right, God, I know what you want me to do. This is what you want me to do. So we're going to show a video and I'm going to talk about the video. 
cool. Gotcha, guys. That's what we're gonna do. So. I go, uh, I'm studying, I'm looking at the words, I'm looking at what God wants me to talk about, and there's this video, and I'm watching the video, I'm like, okay, God, this, this, this is perfect, great, I love it, and it was only a 15-minute clip, so it was perfect, the time wasn't going to be long, and then Tuesday comes along, I'm like, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for what, what's about to, what I'm about to receive from the conference. I'm ready for what you're about to do on the show tonight. And while I'm at the conference, God says, you have what I've given you for the show tonight. I'm like, yeah, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to talk about the video. Yes, I'm ready. And it's going to be powerful. So, What, so what happens, the conference goes on, and God is steady speaking to me, says, you know what, cut the video. Don't, 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 don't even show the video. You have what I need for people to hear. So I'm like, all right, God, gotcha. So <laughs> I go back, and I'm, I'm, re I'm looking over what God gave me on Monday and Sunday. I'm like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm ready. And then he says, no, not that. I've already given you what I need to be spoken. So, okay. I'm like, all right, I'm going, I'm, I'm looking back at the old videos that I, that I put on Facebook. And then I'm like, wait, the video's not up there. So the video got deleted for some reason. It says, you have what I need to be spoken. So he gives me First Samuel 16, King David. Right? So I, I spoke on I spoke previously on King David as a shepherd boy and he defeating Goliath. But he says start at the beginning. And so now we start at chapter 16, verse 1. Samuel is going to anoint David to be king. Now, that's the surface of it. But if we want to go deeper into what God wants us to know is that before God tells Saul to go anoint David, Samuel is mourning the relationship between him and Saul. For those who don't know, go read chapter 15. It's a great read. It's amazing. But I'm going to let you know. So what happened, in the, what happened is that God has rejected Saul to be king. And And so, since God has rejected Saul to be king, Samuel had to detach the relationship, break up the relationship. 
right? And so here they are. The relationship has been broken. The relationship is null and void. Now they go their separate ways. And Samuel is mourning the relationship, their relationship, what happened in the past. And this is what God gave me to speak. God has told you to break some relationships. God has told you to detach from some attachments. And they have been, you have had them in your life for years. They have been beneficial to you. But now you are in a season where you have to go away from them. You have to break away. Now, many people will want you to believe that this breaking away from that relationship is going to be easy. You're going to have joy all the time. It's going to be no mourning. But here's the thing God gave me that. Yes, God asks you to break away from this relationship. God says it's time to move on. But there's going to be some mourning. You, you, you're going to be sad about the relationship breaking apart. Yes. You're going to feel, because guess what? You built a relationship. Samuel built a relationship with Saul. He built a relationship on trust. They they trusted each they trusted each other. Saul came to Samuel for when he needed instructions. Saul came to Samuel when he needed something from the Lord. Saul depended on Samuel. And now God says, "It's time to go forward. It's time to move on." Because Samuel Saul is not Saul is going to keep you behind. It's time to end some relationships. In verse 1, and the Lord tells Samuel, how long are you going to mourn? How long are you going to be stuck in the past? Now it's time. You broke the relationship. The relationship has been severed. You, you mourn their relationship. Now it's time to receive some joy. Now it's time to go move forward. Now it's time to anoint the new king. You, you, you mourned for the old king. Now it's time to anoint the new king. So the Lord tells Samuel this. Samuel's still mourning while God's telling him this. Samuel's still weeping. Oh, I, I broke up the relationship with Saul. Lord, I'm still mourning this relationship. And now you're asking me to go anoint a new king. And if Saul hears about this, he's going to kill me. So here we are. Samuel is faced with a problem, right? That there's a problem that is stopping Saul from doing what God needs him to do, what God wants him to do, what God has designed for him to do. And this is a point God gave me. 
was that problems are the beginning to a process. You see, every time there's a problem that arises in the Bible, that is the beginning of a new process. Every time there's a problem that arises in your life, it's the beginning of a new process. And with that process and with that problem, we can do two things. We can either face it or we can fear it. And here, Samuel feared the problem. And he says, God, because of this problem, I can't do what you asked me to do. And here, when he feared the problem, he did what many of us do with problems. He seen the problem, and he thought of the problem with a solution. What I mean by that is, when you fear the problem, you always going to come up with a solution. Let me, let me try to explain it this way. What God gave me was, when we fear the problem, we're going to come up with a solution. And that's going to be it. But the problem isn't, the solution isn't infinite. It, it isn't for, it isn't what God wants. You see, we, we thought of the problem and we feared the problem. So we came up with a solution with our finite mind. So we came up with a solution that's going to satisfy our flesh. You, you see, it satisfied Samuel in the moment. See, when we fear a problem and we think of a solution with our, infinite, with our finite mind, we we're going to come up with a solution that's going to be final for the moment. But it's not going to solve the problem. It's going to be a solution for the problem. It's not going to solve the problem. You, you see, the problem was that Saul was going to kill him if he anointed the king. Because what God gave me was there was two things. In this time, Saul was still king. And number two was that Saul believed that if he was still king, that he still had access to Samuel. So with the problem and the solution Samuel came up with, that the problem wasn't solved, that if Samuel would have still anointed the king, Saul was still going to kill him. So the problem wasn't solved. It, there was a solution in the moment for the problem, but it wasn't solved. So what God has given me and what God wants you to know is that whenever we get a problem, 
it's the beginning of a process and that whenever we get a problem, we have to face the process front ahead. The problem has to be in front of us. So what Samuel wanted to do, he wanted to push the problem aside and stay in the mourning process. But God was getting ready. God was getting Samuel ready for a celebration. But God is saying tonight, yes, we, we first originally started that we was going to celebrate and bring someone on and have them speak on my power. But tonight I need people to understand that th there's a problem in front of them and instead of pushing it aside, it's time to face the problem head on. And this is what he said to do. So many people say trust God in the process, right? And the revelation we received tonight is that be the beginning of every process is the problem. So if we trust God in the process, we must also trust God in the problem. You, you see, we have to trust God in the problem. So whenever there's a problem that arises in our life, we must trust God in the problem. So that means we have to acknowledge the problem. We have to face the problem head on. We can't push the problem aside. We can't say, God, there's a problem, but we, I can't deal with that problem right now. God, that, that, I, I can't deal with that problem right now. So I'm just going to set it aside. But tonight, God wants you to know, trust God in the problem. Don't fear the problem, face the problem. So when you trust God in the problem, this is what he gave me. So what do we do? We have to focus on his word. You see, when we push the problem aside, we can be focused on God. That God, I know, I know that this problem is not bigger than me, bigger than me, so I'm just gonna push it aside and wait so I can until I can deal with it. And while the problem is still there, but it's to the side, we're focusing on God, right? We're going to church. We're talking to God. We're leading churches. We're leading people. We're counseling people. We're doing what God called us to do in that moment. But we're not focusing on what God said. You, you see, God said, go anoint the new king.
But instead of doing what, focusing on the word of God, he focused on God and God alone. You, you see, God initiated the relationship between him and Saul. You, you, you see, that was a God relationship. Yes, God says, you are to be the prophet to this king. You, you, you anointed King Saul. Yeah, you, you anointed, he anointed King Saul. He was there with Saul. But now it's the time to move forward. So don't just focus on God. We have to focus on his word. And when you focus on his word, you have to you have to give the problem to God. That, that, see, see, see you, you, you're focusing on his words. You, you're giving the problem to God. God, that there's this problem in front of me. Yes, Saul's going to kill me if he find that I'm going to do what you asked me to do. But I trust you, God. I trust you not only in the problem, but I trust you with the problem. So I, I give you the problem now. So what do you so what do we have to do? And I love this thing about God. You, you, you see, God's this transactional relationship. That's one of the ways we have a relationship with God is transactional. If, if we give him something, he's gonna give us something back. I love it. You, you see, I give him my problem, he's gonna give us a plan. So, so, so Saul gave Samuel, I'm sorry, Samuel gave God his problem and God gave Samuel a plan. And that plan was verse three. I'm oh, sorry, verse two. But Samuel said, I'm sorry. How can I go if Saul hears about it? He will kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse in the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicated. You see, when, once Samuel gave God the problem, God gave Samuel a plan. You, you, you see, the plan was to go and sacrifice a heifer with Jesse and his brothers and anoint the king God has indicated. So, so, we trust God in the problem by facing the problem head on. And then we trust God with the problem by focusing on his word.
and he gives us a plan. Now, here's the thing. Some of us stop right there. We say, God, I know the problem. I know the problem. I acknowledge the problem. I trust you in the problem, and I give you the problem. And I heard the plan that you have. But, 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 God, I, I, I still don't believe that I can go through with it. But, but, so, he told me there's another part to it. We have to trust God through the problem. And through that problem, we have to execute God's plan. You see, you might not understand the plan because the way the plan was written out in text. But here's the thing God told me about the plan. We're going deep in the plan. All right, let's go deep in the plan. Take a heifer with you. Let's start right there. Take a heifer with you. What does that mean? You see? If you go a little deep, it says, take a cow with you. But if we go deeper, God says, go with you in the strength of me. Go in strength and go with courage. I told you I was in a conference this morning and yesterday. And... um. Today, that was this pastor, Pastor Greg, Greg V, right? He, he, he gave a word to youth leaders, man, and it was powerful. It was great. And I'm like, God, that, that, that awakened something in me. I like it. That was powerful. And then as I was reading this text and I read the plan again, God says, go back. And the, 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 Pastor Greg gave three points, and one of those points was, to have an effective ministry, you must you must be strong and immovable. So in the plan that God gave Samuel was take a heifer with you. And this is what God told me. When the problem arises, trust God in the problem, trust God with the problem. And trust God through the problem. And, but when you trust God through the problem, this is what's going to happen. He's going to give you the plan. But you must receive the plan. And when you receive the plan, you must be strong and immovable. Because God brought me back to one of my favorite songs, For Your Glory. And in that song it says, "With God, if God is for me, who can stop me? And with, with God with me, who, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When God is with me, who can stop me? But when God is for me, who can be against me? You see, when we trust God in the problem, with the problem, and through the problem, there was nothing the problem can do to us through us and for us. You see, God has given us the power 
to overcome. God has given us the power to walk through the problem, to see a solution, and to see the problem solved. So now, Saul has heard the plan. He, take, he takes up he takes up a heifer with him and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. And what God says, go strong and with courage. Go and celebrate with Jesse and his sons. You see, at this moment, God is talking to Samuel. Samuel is in a mourning period. He is mourning the relationship of him and Saul. And as I said earlier, when the problem arises, that's the beginning of a process, right? So when you take, when you trust God through the problem, go through the problem immovable. Go in the problem with strength. Go in the problem with courage. And celebrate God. You see, tonight God says there's a problem in someone's life. That the enemy has been focusing on you. And he's been focusing on that problem in your life. He says, hey, this problem is too big for you right now. <laughs> this problem is too big for you right now. You can't take on this problem. And you have said to yourself, this problem, I can't deal with this problem right now. And you're going before God and you're saying, God, do you know what happened to me in 2020? Do you know what I've been through in 2020? Matter of fact, do you even know what happened to me in 2021? Even 2022. All that stuff that happened to me, I overcame those three years. I know, yes, I did. I thank you, God, that I overcame. I know I did. But God, <laughs> the problem that's in front of me now, I can't, I can't deal with it right now. So God, I'm just going to set this to the side. I'm focusing on you. I'm focusing on you because I know without you, I wouldn't made it to 2020, 2021, and 2022. I know that. But right now, God, this problem, I can't deal with it right now. God, I'm in this mourning process. I'm mourning the things I lost in 2022. I'm grieving the things I lost in 2022, God. I'm grieving the things I lost in 2020. God, I want to do what you asked me to do, but God, I'm still grieving from 2020. God, I'm not ready to do, I'm not ready to face this problem right now. 
And tonight, let me let you know something. Tonight was my problem. Like, God, you, you, you said I can take a part. You said I can go to end this show with a partner. But God says, I'm moving you forward. We're moving forward in 2023. If, if you are to make an impact in 2023, you need to move forward beyond this problem. God told me, I gave you a morning process. I gave you a morning period. But now it's the time to move forward. You see, God could have told Samuel to go anoint. You see, if you go read chapter 15, Samuel told Saul that God had someone else already in mind. And then when Samuel and Saul deal, did with what God had to do in that moment, once that moment was done, they parted ways. And then Saul mourned the relationship. But what God could have done, what, what he told me is, what he could have done was, he could have said, after I, I could have told Samuel to go anoint David right after the relationship was over. But God said, I gave him a mourning period. God says, I could have told you to start this show in 2020 after the divorce. But I gave you a morning period to know that, hey, I need you to reconnect with me. I need to, I need you to reconnect with me so we can rebuild some things in your life. Because once we receive the plan and we execute the plan, we start the rebuilding process. You see, the plan was to go and go in strength and courage in celebration. And anoint the new king. And now. God is saying. You executed the plan. You reconnected with me. Now it's time to rebuild. So God says, I'm restoring my confidence in you. I'm restoring my gifts in you. I for those who don't know, right? The problem 
was really me speaking in front of people. So, so I really haven't spoken in front of people like this in in a long time, and. And people have been saying, when you're going to do the Facebook Live again? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm still communicating with God. And tonight God says it's time. I, I'm, I've set up for you. And it, it's time. I'm restoring the gift in you. So tonight, God is saying, I know there's a problem in front of you. <laughs> we pushed it aside for long enough, but now it's time to face the problem. You see, in 2023, Apostle Mary Royal, my, my pastor, see, see, God has given her the word for the church, and the word for the church was rebuild and expand. And tonight, if Church of Promise is watching, this is what God has given me to tell you, and to those that are watching, it is also for you. Tonight is time to rebuild what God has given you. God has given you some dreams. God has given you some visions. And tonight, God is saying, I know. We, 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 we push the problem to the side. I know I let you go through some morning processes. But now it's time to move on in courage and strength and celebrate in God and rebuild what I've given you. You see, when God, when Samuel ended the relationship with Saul, He broke the relationship between king, him and a king. But once the plan was executed, Samuel, through God, started rebuilding a process between David as king. And when he started rebuilding David as king, 
God started restoring some gifts in Samuel. You see, because of the rebuilding of some relationships in your life, God is, God is going to restore some gifts in your life. You see, Samuel was called to anoint kings. But because of the ending of the relationship between him and Saul, he didn't operate in his gift. Because as I said earlier, God could have said, all right, Samuel, this relationship is ended. Now it's time to go anoint the new king. But there was a point in time where Samuel did not operate in his gift God had given him. There was a point in time God Samuel did not do what he was called to do. But once Samuel executed the plan from God, and some relationships was rebuilt. His calling was restored. His, some gifts was restored. So tonight I'm just letting you know God is saying some relationships need to be rebuilt. Back on to this conference that I told you about. During this conference, I heard a statistic that I hear almost every year. I, I really don't like it too much. But it's a true statistic. And it's that 75% of 18 to 25-year-olds don't go to church. For many of these reasons. But one of the reasons that are that take up 20% of those group of people is that they walked away from the church when they turned 18. Or for me when I turned 19. And what God gave me was that that. I am getting ready to restore some gifts and some callings in those people who have left the church when they was 18, between the ages of 18 and 25. I'm getting ready to restore some gifts, some callings. Now, I may have lost some people saying, probably because they're saying, oh, I'm not 18 between, I'm not between the 18 and 25. But here's the thing. God is talking to those who left the church between that time or around that time, you can be 30, you can be 31, 35, 45, 62, 75. He says, I'm getting ready to restore some gifts, but in able to restore your gift and calling, we need to be, rebuild some relationships. 
But before the relationship is able to be rebuilt, we have to execute the plan of God. And in order to execute the plan, we have to first trust God in the problem. We have to trust God in the problem at hand. You see, this show is called Into the Deep. You, you, you see, the problem can be a very surface thing. But the very thing that we need to deal with is the root cause of what broke up the relationship. You, you see, the very thing that broke up the relationship between King Saul and Sa Samuel was that Sam. King Saul disobeyed God. God. King Saul didn't obey the instructions of God. So, so as I started off, I said the problem that Samuel came up with was that if he go through with what God is asking to do, Samuel, Saul was going to kill him. But the root problem at hand was disobeying the instruction of God. You see, I am, I have done this in. I have done this, and I'm, I think I've done it more than once. But we we like to stay in where God called us for a moment and stay there, even though some things doesn't agree with what God said do. You see, as I mentioned, Samuel anointed Saul, and Samuel was Saul's go-to for God's instructions. Samuel was God was Saul's way to God. And when Sam, Saul disobeyed God, Samuel wanted to stay with Saul. But God says, because of the calling I have on your life, you need to move. Because of what I've gifted, it, gifted you, you need to move. I need to associate you with someone else. I need to connect you with someone else. I know that you built a relationship with Saul. I know it's going to hurt you to move forward. So I'm going to give you a time to mourn. But now Saul, verse 1, six, chapter 16, it's time to move forward. God is saying to you watching this show, it is now time to move forward in the process. We, we push the problem aside for long enough. 
We fear the problem long enough. Now it's time to face the problem, deal with the problem, and move on in the process. You see, if Samuel didn't move on in the process, David would have never became David would have never been anointed king. And this is what God gave me. What are you holding up? Who purpose are you holding up? God says, I need you to speak to some people tonight because you are holding up somebody's purpose. Somebody need to hear that there's a problem to their purpose and they need to know that it's time to face their problem so they can obtain their purpose. So what problem are you holding up? I mean, what purpose are you holding up in somebody's life? You see, mm, God is good. I'm just letting you know. Tonight, God wants you to walk in your purpose. That, that, that's, the, that's the ultimate goal at the end of this show. God wants you to walk in your purpose. But first, we have to acknowledge the problem. We, we, we can't ignore the problem any longer. We, we can't ignore the problem. We can't push the problem aside. We have, it's time now to face the problem. Trust God in the problem. Give God the problem so we can trust him with the problem. Trust God with the problem. Because here's the thing that, that many of us do. We, we, we trust God in the problem. But, what, but we don't give God the problem. We, we, we don't say, all right, God, there's a problem in my life. So, God, I know you have a plan for this problem, but I, I don't want to do that yet. I'm getting too much attention with this problem, God. Like, God, man, before the problem arose, I wasn't getting any attention. But now I'm famous. Now I'm getting money. Now the pastor's praying for me. Now, now I'm getting some acknowledgement from the leaders in the church because of the problem. I don't want to give you the problem yet because I know if I give it to you, you, you can solve it. But God, I want to hold on to this problem a little bit longer. Because I want to dwell in the problem for, my, for right now. I, I, I want to dwell on the memories of the problem. But, but here's what God told me. He, he, he just told me this. When we give God the problem, 
and he gives us a plan. Our purpose is better than any reward the problem can give us. The fame that the problem gave you, the, 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 the fame the problem gives you, doesn't compare to what God has in store for you. The riches the problem gives you ain't on the same level as the fortune God has for you. Tonight, God wants you to know Yes, the problem that's in front of you isn't bigger than you. The problem that's in front of you can't give you what I can give you. God wants you to know that the problem is only the beginning to the process. And tonight, through me, he wants you to know that once you trust them in the problem, with the problem, and through the problem, he's rebuilding relationships, restoring gifts, and rewarding you. So that is what that is all he is giving me tonight. And if you believe God is on your heart and you have the problem and you don't know just what to do, once again, I said it last week, you can go ahead and DM, you can go ahead and message me, drop it in one of the chats that you're watching with. with. I can pray with you and we can we can communicate with God on the plans he has for you. Because let me let you know something. Although he has instructed me to present this talk show, I am not the problem solver. <laughs> I do not have the plan. I have the plan for my life because it's through him. But God is the ultimate problem solver. He has the plan. I can't tell you what to do, but I can I can tell you who to go to, and I can help you communicate with him. But I can't do anything else. So I encourage you talk with God, not just about pushing the problem aside again, but talk with God about the problem. Give God the problem. Receive his plan. Execute the plan. And walk out your purpose. Amen. So, if there's anyone
you saying, I know I have problems in my life. I, I know you said I can talk to the ultimate problem solver. But I don't know the problem solver like, like you're speaking of. So I, I need to know the problem solver like, like you're speaking of because I really do want to move forward beyond this problem and into my purpose. If that is you, I would love to to invite you into an introduction with the problem solver, God. You, you see the cliche, it, it, it's been cliche, it's been cliche, he's the author and finisher of life. But I want to let you know, it, it's been cliche, but it's the truth. He's created your life. He's the finisher of your life. So he knows about your life. You, you may have strayed away. You may have forgotten about him. But tonight he's, he's, he wants me to let you know. He, he hasn't forgotten about you. You see, this thing called sin has been a barrier between you and him for far too long. And he's saying it's time to relinquish the sin. Like I said, one of the ways we have a relationship with God is through transactions. We give him something, he gives something to us. But the thing about this, he already gave it to us. You, you see, he already offered it to you. You, you see, over 2,000 years ago, he offered you salvation. He offered you the, top, the path to be saved from sin. Now all he is doing is waiting on you. He says, give me your sin. Put your sins on my son, Jesus Christ. Acknowledge that you're a sinner. And give it to me. So, like I said, I, I introduced you to him. I gave you a way to him. I'm sorry. I introduced you to him. I gave you the way to him. Now all you got to do acknowledge you're a sinner. Give him your sins. Everything happens for a reason. And receive him as your savior. And I said it on the last two episodes. Give him authority as Lord of your life. Cause it ain't even baked till you plan for 
God wants to be in your life. He wants to be the problem solver in your life. You're probably saying, okay, okay, Leander, I heard you for, for, for the past time and I don't believe I, I know I know God came and saved me I know I know Jesus Christ is my savior I know he saved me from sin but you know what I received him one time in church but that's the moment that that was the moment in my life that I gave up and I said Lord I give up. I'm not going to church no more. I, I stopped going to church. I stopped reading this word. I even stopped being, I even stopped, I stopped allowing him access into my life. I don't even, I don't even believe he will welcome me back. And this is what God told me when I came back to him. Just as I welcome back, just as I welcome you back to receive me for the first time, I will welcome you back for the thousandth time. You see, the cliche is they say it's never too late to receive God, but I believe there is a time that it's too late. But and th this is what I say: if, if you have breath in your body, if you have breath in your body, it's not late. It's not too late. It's not too late to come back to God. It's not too late, and you didn't do enough to not come back to Him. God saying, if you're willing and ready, to announce your sin, if you're willing and ready to give me your sins, if you're willing and ready again to make me Savior and Lord of your life, you can come back to me. And we didn't do this the first episode, but we're going to do it the second and, and beyond. If you are, if you receive salvation, if you rededicate your life at a certain church or online, but you don't have a place to worship God, if you don't have a place to gather with other believers, I go to Church of Promise Global Ministries. And that is the church God has placed me. But God may have somewhere else for you. So I can I, I know many churches. There's a church on every corner in Beaumont, at least. <laughs> There's a church. God has a church just for you. God has a pastor just for you. 
if you don't know how to go by it i can i can tag along with you and join you on the journey for you to find the place god has for you to worship in so I want to thank everyone for watching this episode I knew God was going to do something great I knew God was going to do something special but I didn't know he was going to do this and I'm glad God is able to use me to do what he wants I'm glad I'm able to be a vessel to be used by God. And this is the thing. You can be a vessel used by God too. Just get the problem out your way. Amen. I just want to thank everyone once again for tuning in. If God say it, we're going to be here next week at 6 p.m. Come join us. And this is what God says. Next month, the month of April, we're going to be doing some things online on our Facebook page, on our, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're going to be asking some questions. And we're going to be answering some questions as well. If you, if you are able to answer three questions correctly we are, there will be a there will be a prize so if you want to receive what god has for you spiritually and physically get connected on get connected with our facebook page our instagram and our twitter and get and get what god has for you to god be the glory Look, look, all I need is 116. The rag on my king room is 116.